The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, if you can believe it, spring begins in just 18 days. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, March 2nd, 2023, Thursday of the first week of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Agnes of Bohemia. Born in 1211, the daughter of King Adhikar of Bohemia, she was engaged to Boleslaus when she was three. That was the way things were done then. And when he died, to Henry, the son of Emperor Frederick II, when she was nine. She was overjoyed when Henry married the daughter of the Duke of Austria, as she had offered herself to God. Her brother arranged for her to be engaged to Frederick, and when in 1235 Frederick sent for her, she petitioned Pope Gregory IX to intercede for her. When he did, Frederick released her from the engagement. In 1236... She built a convent for the Friars Minor in Prague. Agnes took the veil there. She was named Abbess soon after and became renowned for her humility, aid to the poor, and her dedication to poverty. St. Agnes of Bohemia died in Prague March 2, 1282. St. Agnes of Bohemia, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for those who have suffered harm from members of the Church. May they find within the Church herself a concrete response to their pain and suffering. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. May I begin with this testimony shared by a friend whom I met not too long ago. Actually, he gave me permission to share it also with the others. We had met back then when he participated in the extramural activities I took care of. But he admitted that then he carefully selected what he attended. And of course, as a boy, he chose to appear more when there were sports activities and dodged the activities that had to do with spiritual things like praying. He came from a Christian family. But his unseriousness with the faith bordered his family members. But he said he had a turnaround. Because while at school in the university, one day when he was away, his flat was boggled. And according to him, he lost everything, meaning all his valuables. 
including his laptop, his TV, not knowing what to do, he began to pray. He prayed and prayed and prayed. When he got tired of praying, he thought of what next to do, only to realize that he didn't have his TV to watch series. And he continued praying. He was studying architecture and the loss of his laptop was going to affect seriously his studies. He reached out to his parents to help him out to get a new laptop, at least for him to continue his studies. On going online to search for a product he could buy, he saw his stolen laptop being sold. And being smart enough, he wanted to buy it. But he had arranged with the security agents to nab the thief. And it happened that he recovered his stolen laptop. Initially, he had wanted to sell that laptop, but the battery was so bad that he thought of saving money to buy a new battery in order to add more value to the laptop before selling it. But at this moment of recovering the laptop with other things that he lost, the laptop battery had been replaced. So for him, it was a double jackpot. <laughs> and at that moment, he was convinced of the power of prayer. He was convinced that prayer works. Initially, he used to think, and he told me, that good things happened out of mere coincidence. He never believed that prayer had anything to do with the good things that come our way. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. On preparing for this meditation, I discussed with a friend who is experiencing a rough time in life about his interpretation of your words today, Jesus, in the Gospel. He simply admitted and was frank about it. I used to believe it, but not now. So Jesus, I should ask you, do you mean what you say? Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Actually, your words, Jesus, are popular. In fact, they could be turned into a cliché. But should I take you seriously, Jesus? In the previous chapter, Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 to 8, you had enjoined us to desist from imitating those ones who multiply words when praying to God our Father. Since, as you say, your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. How come it's you now insisting? Thus, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone, who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. The prayer of petition. Now in your presence, Jesus, let each of us now listening pause briefly to recall significant moments in life when we felt sure that our petitions were answered. Now moving on, can we think of some other petitions we had made or are making which seem not heard? Here lies the mystery. Some are heard or some we feel are answered by you, others aren't. How can we understand your advice, Jesus? Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. So Jesus, do you really mean everyone who asks, seeks and knocks will receive, finds, and will find the door opened to him or her? Not just the saints? But even I, an unworthy sinner, can ask, seek, knock, and you will give, help find, and open. Actually, you, Jesus, you grant your Father's mercy to both the righteous and the unrighteous. In asking, let's first ask for forgiveness of our sins. So does the Catechism of the Catholic Church help us understand 
that the petition for forgiveness is the first movement of the prayer of petition. Because by expressing repentance for what separates one from God, one desires and attains friendship with Him, which is the foundation of all other petitions or supplications. So Jesus, you teach us to ask for forgiveness and also to ask for help for oneself and for others. In fact, it appears Jesus, our Father God, will be disappointed if I do not ask. Is the most usual form of prayer, very spontaneous. By prayer of petition, we express our awareness of our relationship with God. We are creatures who are not our own beginning, not the masters of adversity, not our own last end. We are sinners who, as Christians, know that we have turned away from our Father. Our petition is already a turning back to Him. Returning to your words in the Gospel, you even go on to apply the following analogy. Or what man of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? So, your analogy, Jesus, stone for bread, serpent for fish. No, you say, you won't do that. No father would do that. Can it be that a particular request of mine appears to be bread? Yet it is indeed stone. Of course, God our Father wouldn't grant me his child. Stone indeed. You and I must trust that he wants to satiate us with bread indeed and fish indeed instead of serpents or stone. Hence, let us mind what we ask. We ask for the best and Jesus knows the best for us. Here is an answer of St. Jesus Maria Escriva when someone asked him how to cope with difficulties. You have to ask him that his will be done. You can say to him, If it suits me, Lord, grant me light. If it doesn't suit me, give me patience and joy, and I may be content. Because many times we ask for things that do not suit us. For example, a tiny child has the illusion of lighting matches. Sounds great to him. But his mother immediately removes the matches. The child cries and kicks and says, Mom is bad because she takes this toy from me that I had fun with. And no, the mother is good. She does not please the child because it does not suit him, because he runs the risk of setting his clothes on fire, of dying, or having severe bonds. For God our Lord, sometimes when we ask him, because we have a mediocre intelligence and he is wisdom, as we are his children and he loves us more than any mother, as we are poor men and he is omnipotent, if it suits us, he grants us what we ask for. And if it does not suit us, he does not give it to us. We can say to him, what a saint, and here referring to St. Therese of Jesus. Sometimes he used to say, Jesus, make it convenient. What a candid prayer, sincere prayer. Jesus, this, make it convenient. He'll know what to do. Go ahead. Christian petition, the catechism will go on to say, is centered on the desire and search for the kingdom to come. There is a hierarchy of petitions. We pray first for the kingdom, then for what is necessary to welcome it and cooperate with its coming. By prayer, every baptized person works for the coming of the kingdom. Mother Teresa had vowed to immediately follow the will of the Lord as soon as she found it, so she never let a minute go by. In September 1980, she went to East Berlin to open the first house of the order. That was in a communist country. Now the sister who was to remain there only had permission to stay for 24 hours. Guess what? Mother Teresa 
and this sister began to recite their favorite prayer of intercession, the memorare being addressed to the Virgin Mary. Eight hours into it, the phone rang. She had been granted a visa for six months. Instant reply from God. Let us ask therefore in prayer, as a Christian writer would say, praying day and night, seek with care and toil, hence with the daily tasks and study. Knock with prayer, fasting and alms. For as one who knocks at a door, not only cries out with his voice, but strikes with his hand, so he who does good works, knocks with his works. That work well done, offered up for concrete intentions. Concluding his reflection on the prayer of petition, the Catechism of the Catholic Church will say, When we share in God's saving love, we understand that every need can become the object of petition. Let's go to Mother Mary, omnipotent supplicant, just as she did at Cana, Calvary, and in the upper room at the moment of Pentecost. Let us ask her to please join us in asking, in seeking, in knocking, so that it shall be given to us that we may find, and that ultimately heaven may be opened unto us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Thursday of the first week of Lent, March 2nd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins right now as we join in prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be gracious and bless us. And let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, Harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in Him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in Him. As for God, His ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make Him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? the God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me are destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as the dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. 
Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, Put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. May May the the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Whoever meditates on the law of the Lord will bring forth much fruit at harvest time. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month, shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, On the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one, and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a one-year-old male and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then, with the whole assembly of Israel present, It shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night, they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. It shall not be eaten raw or boiled, but roasted whole with its head and shanks and inner organs. None of it must be kept beyond the next morning. Whatever is left over in the morning shall be burned up. This is how you are to eat it. With your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand, you shall eat like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. 
for on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and executing judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I, the Lord, but the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generation shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. For seven days you must eat unleavened bread. From the very first day you shall have your houses clear of all leaven. Whoever eats unleavened bread from the first day to the seventh shall be cut off from Israel. On the first day you shall hold a sacred assembly, and likewise on the seventh. On these days you shall not do any sort of work except to prepare the food that everyone needs. Keep then this custom of the unleavened bread. Since it was on this very day that I brought your ranks out of the land of Egypt, you must celebrate this day throughout your generations as a perpetual institution. From the evening of the fourteenth day of the first month until the evening of the twenty-first day of this month, you shall eat unleavened bread. For seven days no leaven may be found in your houses. Anyone, be he a resident alien or a native, who eats leavened food shall be cut off from the community of Israel. Nothing leavened may you eat. Wherever you dwell, you may eat only unleavened bread. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The elders fell prostrate before the Lamb and sang this new song. By, By your blood, O Lord, you have ransomed us for God. We have been redeemed, not by perishable goods like gold and silver, but by the precious blood of Christ, the Lamb without spot or blemish. By, By your blood, O Lord, you have ransomed us for God. From a homily by St. Asterius of Amasi, Bishop. You were made in the image of God. If then you wish to resemble him, follow his example. Since the very name you bear as Christians is a profession of love for men, imitate the love of Christ. Reflect for a moment on the wealth of his kindness. Before he came as a man to be among men, he sent John the Baptist to preach repentance and lead men to practice it. John himself was preceded by the prophets who were to teach the people to repent, to return to God, and to amend their lives. Then Christ came himself and with his own lips cried out, Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. How did he receive those who listened to his call? He readily forgave them their sins 
He freed them instantly from all that troubled them. The Word made them holy. The Spirit set His seal on them. The old, Adam, the old Adam was buried in the waters of baptism. The new man was reborn to the vigor of grace. What was the result? Those who had been God's enemies became his friends. Those estranged from him became his sons. Those who did not know him came to worship and love him. Let us then be shepherds like the Lord. We must meditate on the gospel, and as we see in this mirror the example of zeal and loving kindness, we should become thoroughly schooled in these virtues. For there, obscurely in the form of a parable, we see a shepherd who had a hundred sheep. When one of them was separated from the flock and lost its way, the shepherd did not remain with the flock who kept together at the pasture. No, he went off to look for the stray. He crossed many valleys and thickets. He climbed great and towering mountains. He spent much time and labor in wandering through solitary places until at last he found his sheep. When he found it, he did not chastise it. He did not use rough blows to drive it back, but gently placed it on his shoulders, and carried it back to the flock. He took greater joy in this one sheep, lost and found, than in all the others. Let us look more closely at the hidden meaning of this parable. The sheep is more than a sheep, the shepherd more than a shepherd. They are examples enshrining holy truths. They teach us that we should not look on man as lost or beyond hope. We should not abandon them when they are in danger or be slow to come to their help. When they turn away from the right path and wander, we must lead them back and rejoice at their return, welcoming them back into the company of those who lead good lives and holy lives. Judge with true judgment. And, and let each one, one be merciful, merciful and forgiving to, to his brother. If you forgive the sins of others, your Father in heaven will also forgive your sins. And, and let, let each one be merciful and forgiving to his brother. Let us pray. Bestow on us, we pray, O Lord, a spirit of always pondering on what is right and of hastening to carry it out. And since with you we cannot exist, may we be enabled to live according to your will. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour on Thursday of the first week of Lent. Today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord teaches his disciples about prayers of petition. 
from the seventh chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that men would do to you, do so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. If it sometimes seems that God doesn't answer prayers, I can assure you that he does. His answer is usually either yes, no, or not yet. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. If on some occasion he has not granted us what we have trustingly asked for, it is because it would not have been good for us. Look well on him who does not give you when you ask for it what would not be in your best interests. He is the one who does know what is good for us. The prayer we offered with such insistence will perhaps have benefited us in some other way, at some time when we needed it more. Our Father God will always have used it well. He always gives us more than we ask Him for. Always. So that our petition is heard more promptly, we can ask other people close to God for their prayers. This is what the centurion from Capernaum did. He sent some elders of the Jews to beg him to come and cure his servant. Those friends performed their task well. They went up to Jesus and asked him with great earnestness and fervor to go down with them. He is worthy, they said, to have you do this for him. Our Lord listened to their pleas. When we do ask for prayers, it would be useful for us to remember that, next to the prayer of priests and dedicated virgins, the prayer most pleasing to God is the prayer of children and that of the sick. We will ask our guardian angel as well to intercede for us and present our petition before God, because the special angel of each person, even of the most insignificant within the church, as he always contemplates the face of God who is in heaven and sees the divinity of our Creator, unites his prayer to ours and cooperates as much as he can to obtain what we request. We have another way, which the church has always shown us to make sure our petitions reach the presence of God more promptly. That way is through the mediation of Mary, Mother of God and our Mother. We turn to her now and at all times. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, and sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to thee. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High. To God, who has always been my help, may he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send us his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens May your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps. My soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path. 
but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples, among the nations, I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, Send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain the wine and the oil, the sheep and the oxen, they themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw... At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. 
With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts, examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands, and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city, built of living stones, shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord, the Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from the first book of Kings. We are your people and your inheritance. Thus may your eyes be open to the petition of your servant and to the petition of your people Israel. Hear us whenever we call upon you, because you have set us apart among all the peoples of the earth for your inheritance. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God, God himself will set me free from, from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And, and from, from the, the hunter's, hunter's snare. snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. If you, evil as you are, know how to give your children what is good, how much more will your Father in heaven pour out his gifts on all who pray to him? Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. If you, evil as you are, know how to give your children what is good, 
How much more will your Father in heaven pour out his gifts on all who pray to him? Let us pray. Christ our Lord came among us as the light of the world, that we might walk in his light and not in the darkness of death. Let us praise him and cry out to him. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. God of mercy, help us today to grow in your likeness. That we who sinned in Adam may rise again in Christ. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. Let your word be a lamp to guide us. That we may live the truth and grow always in your love. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. Teach us to be faithful in seeking the common good for your sake. That your light may shine on the whole human family by means of your church. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. Touch our hearts to seek your friendship more and more. And to make amends for our sins against your wisdom and goodness. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. And we pause now to express our own needs and those of our community. Let Let your word be a lamp to guide us. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Bestow on us, we pray, O Lord, a spirit of always pondering on what is right, and of hastening to carry it out. And since with you we cannot exist, May we be enabled to live according to your will, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another new day. Morning air is coming right up with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.